Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Benter, sharing the thought of the day. Guys, it's really good to be with you again. We've just finished um, 10 weeks of, of Thunder Academy. It was a really awesome time. Had people here from all over the world getting together. Time of intensive learning and, and growing together. And I want to share with you one of the concepts that we covered last week uh, at Thunder Academy and that's the concept of wealth generation and then wealth multiplication and then wealth distribution and if you've spent much time around me you know that I place a high degree of importance around financial stewardship and also how our mindset affects the way that we interact with wealth in our life and then how that wealth can be used as a channel for transformation. So there are many examples through scripture, one of them being obviously Moses using the wealth of the nation for the nation to birth something in the physical dimension that actually started in the spiritual dimension. Another one is Nehemiah, how he used and leveraged resources to bring about large-scale transformation and these guys lay out for us an example or a a model or a framework or a strategy of how we in our day can engage with blueprints and how we in our day can engage with uh, large-scale transformational projects by using our wealth but in order for us to do that we must have wealth to begin with. So people tend to have a pretty negative attitude regarding wealth in general. A lot of people do. And actually, let me just say this, that many people in this group, in this tribe, have got a great relationship with wealth. So I want to really applaud and recognize the people who have put in the work and who have gone through the changes required to have a healthy relationship with money. But unfortunately, there are still a lot of us that even though we want to have a great relationship with money, even though we want to have um, increase and even though we want to have multiplication and prosperity in our lives, we still feel stuck and we still feel frustrated and we still feel disappointed and we still feel like Yahweh hasn't come through and we still feel like it's possible for others, but it's not possible for us and we feel like we've got some sort of invisible ceiling on top of our heads in terms of progressing financially. So one of the one of the keys that I found in my wealth journey is a, a tool called the wealth triangle. And I'm very visual in the way that I think and operate. So when when this tool was explained to me, it made a lot of sense because it's really, really simple. And so sometimes we get so complicated about things that are actually really basic and things that are really logical and practical. And we don't have to get super spiritual about everything. And obviously there is a spiritual element to wealth. There's a spiritual element to blessing and there's a spiritual element to the subject that we're discussing but sometimes I find that people overcomplicate what it takes to be financially successful and and when they do that 
the key is to get back to the basics, to get back to the foundations, to say, great, I'm already blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ in heavenly places. I've already been given the power to generate wealth. That is Yahweh's gift to me. He's given us, all of us, the power to generate wealth according to scripture. That's his gift to us. And what we do with that is our gift to him. And so I want to cover some practical steps that I've really worked through in my life that I've applied for many years. And I want to tell you that these steps work. This framework, it works and it has worked for others. It works for me. And sometimes we can overlook wise advice or wise counsel because we think that the answer is very complicated and we're looking for some deep mystical complicated thing that we need to take years to understand and in doing so we cut ourselves short because we overlook the most basic keys that are right in front of us and it goes like that so the wealth triangle I want you to imagine with me an upside-down triangle. And we're going to start with the bottom piece, which is the foundational piece. And this has to do with mindset and belief. So if you've got a pen and paper there, I'd I'd recommend you get it out and just draw this out with me. An upside-down triangle, the bottom one is, is mindset. So we we get raised with certain programming around our beliefs uh, around money and it's one of the areas where people tend to get raised with pretty strong opinions and and so one of one of the things that you hear people say quite often actually is money doesn't grow on trees now when you hear that as a child growing up, what you begin to believe is money is difficult to earn. It's hard to come by. It's scarce. So that the foundation of that belief is scarcity, lack, fear. So another one that that really holds people back here is distrust. I can't trust other people. Guess what? A lot of wealth comes from opportunities that are passed to us. That means customers, clients, partnerships, investors, and distrust is one of the things that will destroy relationships almost more than anything else. And so the, this bottom foundational piece of the triangle uh, is relevant no matter what part of the world you're in, what industry you're in, what, what type of investments you're in. It has nothing to do at all with with any of that it's not specialized knowledge it's beliefs like so what do you truly believe within yourself this also has to do with things like self-esteem if you don't believe you deserve wealth you won't have it water always finds its level and so if you believe oh woe is me i'm so undeserving nothing good ever comes to me it goes to other people but not to me if you find it difficult to receive, you find you may find it easy to trade, but you may not find it easy to receive trades. It's a reflection of poor self-esteem. You don't value yourself enough. And so you may have the best strategy in the world. You may have um, a, a great opportunity, but unless this area is rightly aligned, it doesn't matter how 
good the industry is, doesn't matter how good the opportunity is, it's always, things will always go back to ground zero because it, it, this, this will be the determining factor um, for how you really walk in and steward your wealth. Another one is having a belief that just a general bad attitude towards money. Money's the root of all evil. No, it's not. The love of money is, but money isn't. So money is a good thing. And <clears throat> so so that's the foundational bottom part of the wealth triangle. And I'm giving this a very quick overview on, on my website. I've got a wealth course that goes into all of this in much more depth. But just for the sake of a quick overview, that'll be helpful for you. The foundational piece is your mindset and belief about yourself in relation to wealth. You've got to make sure this is rightly aligned. The top left piece is the selection of a wealth vehicle that makes sense. So if you're selling lemonade at a lemonade store, you're going to have to spend 30 years to make your first 50000 So selecting a wealth vehicle, and that's a great place to start, but selecting a wealth vehicle that's actually got some horsepower behind it. Um, and so when it comes to selecting a wealth vehicle, we have more opportunities today than we've ever had in any other time in history. There's, there's incredible opportunities available today on the internet. You can reach billions of customers who, who can look at your products or services on their, on their smartphones and purchase from you. That's a possibility that never, ever, ever existed you got things like shares and options and foreign exchange. you got things like real estate. And even within the category of real estate, there's industrial, commercial, residential, there's development, there's investment, there's renovation, there's flipping, there's all these different wealth creation strategies and wealth vehicles. We call it a wealth vehicle because it's the channel through which you can create wealth. So you can start a business and be a service-based business, a manufacturing business, a retail business. You can. There are just so many different wealth creation vehicles. Or you can partner with someone that owns a business and bring your skills to the table. And so <clears throat> the, the key is here is to A, find something where there's genuine opportunity, like there's real demand for it. Find Find a wealth creation vehicle where there's actual economic opportunity within it like you're not going into something that's like that's a decreasing in demand but something that's increasing in demand so finding finding trends and finding industries that are growth industries is is really important and the good thing is you can just go on google and say what are the top 10 wealth creation opportunities and you can research and you can discover and you can explore and so a lot of people um, don't have because they haven't asked or they haven't inquired or they haven't explored and they haven't looked at what, what are the opportunities available to me. And um, when, when you do this, you expand your horizon of what's possible. Another thing is read books, like read books by people who have been successful at creating wealth. Um, one of the books that I recommend to everyone that I interact with is a book called Wink and Grow Rich by Roger Hamilton. Amazing book about wealth mindset. So selecting the right wealth vehicle. So 
is it a genuine market opportunity and and two does it match your particular skill set and your inherent strengths like i'm not going to necessarily go and do share trading because my inherent strengths isn't to be highly analytical my inherent strengths are more to be innovative and creative and to find opportunities and to put teams together my inherent strengths aren't the ongoing day-to-day management or the details i'm not gifted with that and so i'm not going to select a wealth creation vehicle that requires something of me that i don't have and then the third point of the triangle which is the right hand side is knowledge of that wealth creation vehicle so they say that it takes 10,000 hours to master something. And so I find a lot of people, especially us guys in the younger generations, we get so easily distracted. We start something, we do it for a little while, we get bored, we move on to the next thing. We find something else that looks exciting and then we get distracted and we spread ourselves so thin and we want to have seven streams of income, but we don't even have one. And so the key is here is to focus and to say no to interesting things, no to good things, no to things that try and pull you away from the path that you've selected. So once you've selected your wealth creation vehicle, your job is then to spend 10,000 hours mastering that. So reading books by people who have succeeded in that field, taking courses, listening to podcasts, like really applying yourself to learn the practical skill sets and mindsets required to be successful in the particular field that you've chosen. Um, And so this is the part that can get quite boring. Like I spent 10 years on one goal in real estate. There were times when I thought, geez, real estate is so boring. But I followed through. I kept reading books, kept talking to mentors, kept going for it, buying, buying assets and until I reached my goal. And now I'm at the point of diversification. But the key is don't try and diversify too early. So coming back to the foundational part of the wealth triangle, a study was done of over 500 really successful people and, and, and they analyzed all the, the traits and analyzed all the, uh, the areas that contributed to their success. And the one thing that they found that all these guys had in common is an unshakable belief that they were going to be successful. There was just something within them that made an internal decision and had this unwavering belief, I'm going to be successful. And so it doesn't matter whether they came from wealth or privilege, and obviously those things can be helpful, but actually a lot of them didn't. And so I want you to know that no matter where you are, where you started from, where you are today, how old you are, none of that, that doesn't matter, whatever restriction or limitation you've believed is holding you back it's not engage with this process Uh, make sure you have these three foundational pieces in place and then you will generate great wealth and then my challenge to you is put that or at least a portion of that towards what we are all building together as a tribe because we're going to need it we're all going to need it we're all going to have to do our piece but guys have a great day wherever you are shalom and we will speak again next time cheers